Hey, welcome to the coaches meeting. That's the coach. I'm Grant Cohn. You're in the meeting. The, the owners had their annual meeting earlier this week, and it was uh, unexpectedly like newsworthy. It was very interesting. And it was like, to me, it was interesting because the Niners didn't have their story straight. They seem like they did. But coach, let me tell you how I saw it. And I want to okay. I want to know how you saw it. John Lynch okay. talks first. So the backdrop is two months ago, I asked Kyle Shanahan, who's your, who's your quarterback? And he says, I don't know. We have two starters. Cut to the uh, owner's meetings. John talks first alone. Same question. He says, you know, Brock's doing great. We hope he's, we're going to have him for training camp. And we're just going to hold down the fort until he gets back because we've insulated the position. And I'm like, so hold on. So Brock's the starter as soon as he gets back. And he goes, well, he's certainly the leader in the clubhouse. Cut to the next day. Kyle Shanahan asked the same question right off the bat. And he's like, well, yeah, Brock would be the leader if he didn't get hurt, but he did. And so now that opened up an opportunity for Trey and also Sam Darnold. And he went on and on and on talking mostly about Trey and Sam Darnold on day right. two, which was very interesting to me. How do you interpret uh, that? Well, in some ways you could look at it like, I mean, let's go half glass full. Okay. Let's say that right now Brock is hurt and, what they want to do is they want to give Trey a path to not only compete, but win the locker room at the same time. Right. Uh, for what it said about all of the things that we want to say about Trey, Brock has played more than Trey. Mm -hmm. um, um, he has time Fact. on task. You got to own that. Um, yeah. And with that, with that said, um, I think that they're talking to a lot of people that are listening to these meetings, not just us. Uh, players listening to these meetings. Uh, uh, they're trying to figure out what the what the tone is in the locker room or they're forecasting about what they're mm -hmm. probably going to see moving forward. And also, the Niners have a tight cap. They're asking a lot of veterans to move some things around. And you got to be galvanized about where the team is going when you ask another man to move his money uh, to make things happen. So is this entire conversation for us, you know, the faithful? No, right? Um, does it sound like they're talking out of both sides of their mouth? Yes, because they are. Um, and what they're hoping is, is that we don't have a memory to hold all of these comments together and, <laughs> you know, and actually, and I feel like most fans don't Yeah, they don't, they just follow, yeah. they follow whatever, whatever the, whatever the team know. said last. Right. But right. we're yeah. putting together a totality of what yes. you've been saying, and it's not making sense. If you want to mm -hmm. keep it in a vacuum, if we're literally just hearing what they say in the moment, this sounds like everybody's got a shot. We don't want to bury our guy who we really want to keep. We don't want to yeah. kill the confidence of our backup. But at the same time, we don't want to seem so galvanized around a guy that hasn't played and have our locker room looking at us. That's what Kyle sounds like. To me, John buried Trey on day one of the annual meeting. He's like, Brock's coming back. He's going to be back for training camp. We hope. We, we hope he'll be back for training camp, and we'll just hold down the fort until he comes back. Like, pfft. That's our, and then he went on at the end and said, we think he's special. The way he played. Doesn't matter that it was only eight starts. Kyle the next day is like, uh, he may not be back until week four. And this, and it basically what he was saying was like, yeah, you know, Trey would have had a really good year last year, too. But he went down, opened up an opportunity for Brock, and we all saw what Brock did. But now Trey has the same opportunity because Brock went down. And if you keep the logic going, that means if, if Trey tears it up, then all of a sudden the equation is different. It might be his job. So I just thought it was interesting that John and Kyle seemed like they were saying two totally different things, but they smile while they say it. So you don't, it doesn't seem like they're you know, arguing not, with each they're other. They're not in lockstep. They're, they're not, not in lockstep. They're not. They're not in lockstep. And and one of the reasons why I think they're not in lockstep is because I think that John is trying to quell what what would be Trey wanting to get traded. Trey wanting to get out of here. Um, I feel like the way John is talking about Brock uh, while he's hurt, I feel he's just trying to keep what they all want. I, I, I hate to put this this way, but this weekend pretty much solidified for me that the, the Niners didn't want Trey Lance. They just wanted a rookie quarterback. They just wanted an affordable position to keep together their roster. 
I think they love the roster more than they actually care about the quarterback position. And yeah. And they're so in love with that roster. Yeah. They're we're really in love with the sum of all parts, but the most important guy in the room, we treat him like he's an appendage. Like he can just be fixed and like he's a pledge in a fraternity, right? Yeah. Hey, if I'm clean my room. If I'm Brock. I don't like these conversations either. Like I just got put on the slab. My elbow is my elbow is in limbo. I don't know when I'm gonna be back. And I got my GM talking about it's my locker room. It's like if I'm looking at and the Brock, hope is I'm, that he's back for training camp. Like, dude, you don't. I'm know. I'm looking at Brock. I'm going back into the past history of the quarterbacks that's been through this organization and look how they've been handled with their injuries. Like, dude, yeah. call up RG three. Call up RG three. Please call up RG three, Brock. I just, see what he has to say. Uh, this weekend was interesting, man. Um, uh, and it didn't align with if. All right. So the theme is we understand that they're being inconsistent because we're keeping tabs. Right. We're, we're putting mm-hmm. all of the comments together. Mm-hmm. This gets wildly hilarious. If you really go back to even when we got Trey, like think about the comments of why they went and got him about I want a quarterback, not just an athlete. We want somebody that can process. We're not doing this for the long haul. He's not here just to, he's not a place gap. He's supposed to be here for 10 plus years. And here we are five starts in and you get eight games mid season out of your seventh round pick. And now he's fighting for second round spots with Sam Darnold. How? How did we get here? Me, yeah. You can't tell me that you were serious about the development of this quarterback. You thought that he was good enough for what yeah. you already had. You weren't yeah. interested in making this kid better. And this is clear because if you look at it this way, who's to say, this is what really frustrates me about this. Who's to say that Trey is even going to get looked at as doing good in practice they didn't see it with Brock. Right. Yeah. That's true. Brock was a surprise. Yeah. Anybody, I mean, I know revisionist history, everybody loves to say, oh, yeah, we saw it in practice and this is what we did. Outside of Larry Kruger, there's nobody on the face of this planet that could say that they saw what That's Brock Purdy was going to do. That's so, true. so where's the responsibility matrix? How are we really going to look at? I don't think we know how to evaluate young quarterbacks. I honestly think that Brock snuck up on us. They did. He did. I, I got a theory. I, I've always felt that this trade up was more of a Kyle thing and maybe a Jed thing than John. John never really. I mean, he was he wanted Jimmy. He traded for Jimmy. He's the yeah. one that pulled that off. Then Kyle was the one that's like, I don't want Jimmy anymore. I want someone else. So I, I, I kind of always feels like, like John was the one in the background being like, we shouldn't do this. We shouldn't get this guy. Like he was, you know, like all the yeah. things that Niner fans say about Trey Lance that they don't like about him. I feel like he was saying that stuff privately. I can't prove it. I don't know. And, and now it's like he's eager to turn the page. Whereas Kyle, he was probably the one who convinced Jed to trade up in the first place that it was time to move on from Jimmy. And they probably agreed on Trey at the very end. So Kyle is more like, hey, man, wait a second. Like, I'm not ready to totally close the door on that the way the general manager seems to be. That was interesting to me. It's, but, but at the same time, Kyle now brought Sam Darnold in. And at, while he's leaving an opportunity for Trey Lance to do something, He's really talking up Sam Darnold. Like, what the hell is that? Well, he's talking up Sam Darnold because I just feel like he's just a uh, a low-cost, effective Trey Lance. Like, I think that how we saw Trey Lance being – now that we – now that the the season is kind of like, you know, showing itself a little bit more, it's kind of – I don't think that they're in on Trey Lance. I don't. I don't. I don't think that they're. I think that what we kept saying. Remember. Remember how we kept saying like, well, why is we running the Trey Lance offense? Like, why don't mm-hmm. we run some of the stuff that's more Jimmy centric? But I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't think they believe he can do that. Mm-hmm. I don't because what's even more emblematic of that is what they rolled out with him. The the physical running the ball out of the backfield. The 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 option stuff. But then what really mm-hmm. killed me is like. They went right to the Jimmy stuff with Brock. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they were able. And what's crazy to too that. is is they 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 let Trey do the Jimmy offense one time against Houston. He won. 
So it's like, I, I don't care what they think they see in practice, man. I In one of his four games, he was allowed to run the actual offense. He destroyed Houston. They won. I don't understand that. I don't get I, that. I, like, they feel he can't do it. I don't, I don't, I don't know what, I don't, I think that a, the, how our team is construct, constructed, right, with, with players all over the place, I don't think that our team is built for a franchise quarterback. I don't think that the coaching staff can handle a guy that's going to take that much money where we're going to have to cater to him. You mm-hmm. know, when you get a franchise quarterback, if you think about it, it's like the entire team is through the guise of what he does. The type of offense that we run, we got to make sure that we have the right defense. We got to make sure that we have the right yeah. um, receivers and pass catches. And a lot of that means that the coach and the staff have to take a back seat. The, the Look at the Packers the last 15 years. Yeah. The Packers. The, the Niners are kind of like the anti-Packers. The Packers have just been Aaron Rodgers the last 15 years. I mean, he undermines everyone in the organization, and he's the most powerful person by far. And the Niners, they don't have – they passed on Aaron Rodgers. They didn't want Aaron Rodgers because of his personality. Think, I don't think that team is, is built for a franchise quarterback. The quarterback the didn't want team him. Is, the quarterback of this team is Kyle Shanahan. I, I agree. Um, what did I want to ask you? Uh, one more thing. Sam Darnold. Knowing how Kyle Shanahan thinks – do you think he's looking at this as like, you know what, Brock Purdy, God knows what he'll be when he gets back. Trey Lance, also God knows. I bet I can make Sam Darnold really good. I look what I do with Brock. Isn't that what? Do you think that's what he's thinking? Like, look, I, yeah, I don't I even need. I don't need Trey to be great. I can make freaking Sam Darnold. Look what I did with Brock. Isn't that yeah. what he's thinking? I yeah, I, thinking. I, uh, and I love disagreeing with you, um, but from you know what we're thinks. seeing. From what we're seeing more and more, uh, they don't respect that position as much as other teams do. And right. they they think that they can engineer it just like we've mm-hmm. engineered other positions on our team. But mm-hmm. this is the only thing where you can't throw – this is the only position where you can't throw multiple bodies at it. It's got to be literally one guy. Um, yeah. And, <laughs> yeah, uh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like I, I love the adage of like, oh, we have the cheapest quarterback room in the NFL. What does that mean? Huh. There's yeah. only one guy under center. <laughs> like, like, room. Ain't no yeah. room. Like, yeah. We have to, like, and, um, yeah, man, famous losses. It, it's it's coming because, yeah. um, again, I keep going back to the Super Bowl, man. We're not even the best at what we do anymore. The Eagles are. Yeah. Um, um, defense and, and running. Defense and running. Yeah. Their run game's better. Be They're, yeah, yeah. yeah, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. If, we, if we look at what the Eagles – went up against with the chiefs that wasn't enough no um no. so yeah. and then we're sniffing around for kirk cousins during the combine like it's like come on what, what are we doing we're spinning our wheels here official yeah, bna music 88 says niners uh, fans 2020 and 2022 will be new york jets carolina because they have that bum sam darnold niners fans 2023 we got sam darnold screw, screw Trey exactly on our exactly. team Whenever players come to the Niners, Niners fans are like, oh, man, he's going to be so great with Kyle. 2.0 says, agree with Coach. Niners have said they thought Trey was better. They hoped that he would come in and be at Jimmy's level right away. When he wasn't and they found Purdy, uh, who was, that was it for him. See, but I, I, I feel like what we just said is that Kyle left the door open for Trey. Where, where John was trying to close it on Monday, Kyle opened it on Tuesday. But he also opened it for Sam Darnold. Yeah, exactly. Like he didn't, he didn't like, he didn't hone in on Trey. He just kind of mentioned like, honestly, if you really want to just kind of like chop through the coach speak, he's like, Trey can't stay healthy. So until Trey figures out how to stay healthy, you know, he's persona non grata. We need two. We need two guys. But he, I mean, he also said, he also said Brock's hurt. We have to put him on hold for now. Kyle said that. Yeah. John was over here being like, we hope he's gonna be back for training camp. Like, okay, you can hope whatever you want. I hope I'm yeah, have hope another growth cool. spurt. I mean, but this is the thing. We're just still, we're, we're perpetually, we're still kicking that can, right? Because yep. they were talking like this before Brock, we, before Brock got a second opinion. They were talking like this yep. before Brock got the, got the surgery postponed and we yep. still didn't know what it was. And then they lucked out and then they found nothing in there. And then he got the brace instead of the full Tommy John. So yeah. if you're looking at what they're doing, John is just smiling and nodding through it all. He's not, yeah. and he's just hoping that something doesn't blow up in their face until it, it does, then yeah. he'll just talk it down. Right. 
like John's all in with Brock, but Kyle's over here thinking he can do this with any quarterback ever. So a little bit different yeah. messages. I mean, Corey being says, one game oh, out doesn't help that either. You know, mm -hmm. we still were one game out. Corey says, I have a strong aversion to dumbassness. You failed consistently at the most important position. It isn't, will they fail at the Lance Project? They already have. And this should be a big deal. I know. And that's why when John was saying, like, pretty much closing the door on that, it's like, dude, uh, are you are you sure, like, Jed's okay with that? Like, Jed, you're making Jed look stupid. Jed okayed that trade. Like, you're, you're really going to shut the door on Trey Lance after four starts? Like, you're making the organization look incompetent. And that's why I wasn't surprised the next who, day when Kyle was got, like, whoa, whoa, right. whoa. Grant, at, at the third overall pick, man, who got four starts, bro? Four starts. They're treating him like he's Paxton Lynch. It's Come ridiculous. On, Paxton it's Lynch ridiculous. got four starts. It's ridiculous. Yeah. All right, so let's make some predictions. What do you think? Give me your realistic expectations for Brock Purdy this year. When do you think he comes back? How do you think he performs? Like, if you had to really look in your crystal ball, what do you think is the a, well, a realistic expectation? Realistically, um, because he's going to have every advantage afforded to him, right? Mm -hmm. If you mean, if you ever seen the 49ers training staff work hard, mm -hmm. you about to see them work hard with Brock, right? Um, so that <laughs> the if that that's going to be tested. I would say Brock is supposed to be at the earliest week four. John is saying week one. Um, when he comes back, we got to see if he's even throwing. And then we got to see how he's feeling and what he's looking like when he's throwing. And then they're going to lie to us for a month and tell us that he's in the practice window. Yeah. Um, right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. right. You know, yeah. that whole yeah. that whole song and dance. The practice uh, window, yep. Yeah, so practice window, then they'll lie. I'd say week eight, week 10. Wow. wow. This wow. season's not going to be about Brock. And if I see Brock, wow. I mean, if I see him very early, um, then that means he's two terrible. things. He's yeah. Jesus Christ, or we're just <laughs> waiting for his arm to fall off on the line. Or they're 0 and 3. Or they're like yeah. 0 and 3. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. If Brock, this is the way I see it. If Brock comes back early, there's no way he's ready. And that means that Sam and Trey look really bad. Right. right? Really um, bad. if if Brock doesn't come back early, then that means that they gotta fight to see what's gonna happen between Trey. And Sam, and we got to get a third quarterback. Yep. Um, so I think that Trey, um, I, I'm still on the Trey train, man. I just think that it's football malfeasance to give up on a guy that you put that much into, no matter what your, no yeah. matter what your true intentions were. Who cares? You you did it. Or what um, you think you saw from him in, in practice? You gave up too much. You haven't seen an, enough games. But we'll talk about Trey next with Brock. I, I, week eight. Ten, I, I think that's interesting. Whenever he comes back, I'm curious to see what he looks like. Because so whenever he comes back and they're saying, all right, Brock is, is going to play now. Like, you had no offseason. I mean, maybe he had some, like, that practice window, like you said. But two, two, two issues I'm looking at. Confidence coming off this injury. Like, Jimmy was never the same after his ACL. What is your mm -hmm. confidence level? And also, timing. Rhythm mm -hmm. and timing. No offseason. Like if if he's lacking in those two areas, how good is he going to be midseason? Well, that's what I'm. I'm I mean, see. just to just to add those, the common denominator with that is arm talent, yeah. like confidence in your arm. You know what right. I mean? Like, yeah. Uh, does he just become like a checkdown machine more than more than he was before? Like what? Because he had a ton of confidence on the field when he played. That was one of the best things about him. Like, is that still there? Right. I mean, because I mean, I mean, Jimmy had a ton of confidence when he first came here too, and then it was gone. I don't I don't see uh I don't see a path for him to be back anytime before week eight of the season. Um and if he and if he is, you rest assured, I mean it's biology, rest assured, you're gonna see that on the field. And I don't know what our team looks like with um Brock's arm weaker. And let's 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 also talk about an element that we're not talking about with the league seeing him coming now. You know, we, we spent eight weeks in the middle of the season with a quarterback who processed and got the ball out um, with a team that was hot and red and, and primed to play. And mm -hmm. that's not week one mm -hmm. of the season. That's not even mm -hmm. week one of how the Niners typically start a season. We warm yeah. up. We don't start fast. And with the league being able to have a good eight weeks of game film with on Brock, 
I do believe that he's going to regress to the mean. He's still going to be a second year guy coming off the injury. Right. Yeah. NFL is a yeah. meritocracy. So yeah. I, I don't if he comes back early, it's going to look bad. Dude, if they open up that practice window, if they open up that practice window and he doesn't look confident and he's his timing is off, his accuracy is off, his arm doesn't look the same, there's no reason to play him, man. Because if you put him out there and he struggles, you're not going to look. I mean, your fans are going to be upset because they're going to say, okay, so we have no quarterback on this team now. Now we have no quarterback. You know what's crazy about that, Grant? The irony of that would, would, would be so you trounce the rookie, the seventh round rookie off injury, you trounce him out early. Mm-hmm. But you won't play Trey, but right. you, you you know all those times that Trey could have played, you won't you won't play Trey, like right. ha, like I feel like they're forever. Right. Brock and Trey are forever linked because yeah. no matter how hard you put, every time you push Brock to get on the field, it's what you're saying about Trey, right? right? And they right. can't get away from that, right? Yeah. Because Trey is the guy who you spent all this. The, the brain trust is what got Trey. You guys right. got. You guys got Brock off of a flyer from Slowick, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. what what you're saying to me right now is that that if if Trey and then also how are they going to eat crow when Trey becomes what some of us think he really is, right? Yeah. How's that yeah. going to come down? Right? Exactly. So, so that's why I feel like Kyle had to walk back what John said yesterday. It's like, dude, you can't do this yet because. Yeah. Trey still on our team. We don't know how this is going to play out. We don't know what it's, what, what the future is for either one of these two te- uh, players. Yeah, and it also yeah. probably shows how Kyle talks about Trey to John when he gives yeah. him like sit reps on yeah. situational reports on how's things yeah. going over time. The fact that John was it's not the fact of what John said about Trey again. It's what about it's what John said about Brock. Brock. You know. Yeah. yeah, and like for him yeah. to be that gregarious about how he feels about Brock, he has the locker room. How do you know yeah. that? How do you know that? Yeah. 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 How do you know he has yeah. the locker room? And why are you saying yeah. that publicly? You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, I just, I, I mean, it was it was a blind spot. It didn't look good. It was interesting. Tyler says, Coach, I feel this organization and their quarterback situation is con- is continuing problem. It's like a can of worms that constantly gets worse every single day. I don't think we are ever going to fix it, their quarterback situation. Well, I think that everybody – I mean, when you have Joe Montana (laughs) and Steve Young who uh, come through uh, our organization, I mean, I feel like there's a little bit of hubris and a little bit of entitlement to what we think we could do with the quarterback position. But I honestly think that that's kind of like quite the opposite. We're just not respecting the position. Like, we got to get a guy in there who's really going to do what he needs to do. And the fact that we're just not bl- – making Trey compete against Sam Darnold is like – how do you Let's finish up that? this Brock Purdy topic real quick, though. One thing I want – like, so, we, so we say he's going to come week eight. He's going to come back week eight. I just feel like whenever he plays, he's not going to be what he played – what he was like last year. I think he's no. going to be inferior, and I think – the best case scenario for the Niners is he doesn't play at all this year is he does not play at all you want to give him an entire year to recover and give him an entire offseason to prepare for the next season that's I think best case scenario and they can do that if one of Trey or Sam Darnold has the offense humming like Brock Purdy did last year I don't know if either one of them can do it but that's best case scenario for the 49ers is that Brock doesn't play this year because if he does man what's it going to look like his stock could plummet no offseason you know, what's the timing going to like look like? What's the confidence going to be? So that's, I, that's why I feel. If he gets hurt again, geez. That's what, I mean, sorry for cutting you off. You could ruin like, it. That's, that's, what, that's what makes me makes me fearful for Brock because it's like as much as they want you, you do understand that the moment you're not giving them what you want. Exactly, exactly. You know what I'm saying? You're if he goes back on the field and looks like he's just like Peter Pan without his powers, all of a sudden they're like, oh, well, you know what? Yeah. And then the buzzwords that start coming in. Well, he was a seventh yeah. round pick. He's a young guy. Yeah. You know, uh, lead caught up to him. Lead up, yeah. All of hey, that, his, all it was of a serious injury. A serious injury. Yeah. So I mean, I, I, I think that right now, I hate to say this, but it's almost kind of like the Niners are like the man. Like they cannot be trusted. It's like you guys <laughs> want that ring, and you don't care what career gets destroyed because of it. Kaliki Carroll says, "Love how Niners brass thinks Brock's." Uh, gonna come back like he didn't have an injury. 
There's a chance he regresses like Nick Mullins. Quincy Avery said Trey's a special quarterback. Uh, Avery coached up Jalen. Again, I, I, what I'm trying to say here with this show is that Lynch did that. Kyle didn't. Lynch said Brock's coming back. He's the leader. Kyle said the first thing out of his mouth, yeah, if he weren't hurt. Uh -huh. It'd be real easy if he weren't hurt. I, it, it, that's the way it is. Mad Trucker says Kyle planned Trey gained confidence in his skill. Comp with Sam. Look good in preseason. Start three, four regular season games compared to Purdy's eight games. We're going to talk about uh, the plan for Trey next. Impulsive says, can you speak on the new rule that says handoffs must be next to or behind the quarterback? It could drastically change some offensive schemes, if not clarify. I haven't heard that. I haven't heard that at all. Next to or behind the quarterback. And they're saying they so can't, can't do that? Handle well, next year behind the quarterback? So you can't do like next to or behind. Oh, so they must not. Oh, so maybe you know how the they hide pack. the ball. They hide yeah. the ball on play action and they turn their back to the defense. Maybe you can't yeah. maybe you can't turn your turn your back or hide your ball to the defense. No, but I think you can't hit off in front of you, so you can't like do like the little jet sweep stuff. Is that what they're saying? Like the little pop pass? I don't know. I'm going to look that up today. I'm going to look that up. All right. So you say week eight for Brock. What is your realistic expectation for Trey Lance? Do you think he is going to start week one? If so, how do you think he'll perform? Barring injury, he should start week one. Um, if he's injured, then, you know, anything's up in the air. But yeah. uh, barring injury, he should start week one. And I think that Trey will look good. Um, Trey is one of the – He's only played four games, so I, I don't want to stick my foot in my mouth and talk about how, how what he does so well on the field, and he's only played four games. But what we have seen is that Trey is an exceptional processor. Trey can process. He just, he just doesn't let it go, and that's reps. That's seeing it, understanding that you're seeing it, and letting it go. I think that Trey is going to be athletic but purposeful with his feet. We're not going to see him trying to outrun people. I think that that's mm. a big thing about his game, where he's going to be picking his spots, seeing open areas of the field, getting yardage, and getting down. I would love to see. I would love to start seeing Trey Lance. That I think I'm going to start. We'll start seeing is him sliding on air. Like I'm, we're going to start seeing a lot of that. You know, mm -hmm. him understanding that I'm playing for the next play, not the play now. Right? I'm not trying to do too much to get hurt. I think he's going to mm -hmm. start playing a little, a lot more cautiously, but more upbeat with more tempo. Uh, he moves a little slower. Um, I say I'll see the maturity, even with him talking after, like on the, uh, I think that was the press run that they did during the Super Bowl while Trey was talking. He's grown. Um, I expect to see that manifestation of that on the field. I expect him to be a grown man. When I see him play, I didn't feel like I was watching a grown man play. When I see Trey play on week one, I expect him to have the command of the offense, the respect of the huddle. I don't want to see him getting up off the ground like a wounded deer, reaching up for offensive linemen. I want to see him see – I would, and I also offensively, I want to start seeing some plays that I saw for Brock, like plays that, I, that look like Trey likes this, he understands this concept, and this was drawn up for him. I want to start seeing a lot like the passing game is tailored for his arm. You know, I want to see longer passes. I want to see the defense being stretched vertically. All mm -hmm. of the things that mm -hmm. we were sold on mm -hmm. that he was supposed to be when he got here, right? And this is year three, and I believe that if Trey is healthy, and he gets on the field, we will see all of that and more. Um, and, and, you know, and he's athletic. I, I just, I'm frustrated at how we're hurting this kid's career because I, I think he needs a, he needs a real shot. Um, so I, that's, that's what I, I want to see on week one. I think, like we said, I think we talked about this months ago, Grant. I believe that Trey Lance will be the week one starter of the San Francisco 49ers in the 2023 season. He deserves to be the starter. I, I think so, too. I mean, they bring in Sam Darnold. They're saying a lot of nice things about Sam Darnold. They're even going to let Sam Darnold compete for the job. That's great. But, you know, Sam Darnold is a head case. He isn't good. He doesn't have confidence. And he doesn't know the offense. So maybe eventually he'll play. But I don't think he's going to be outplaying Trey Lance in tr preseason training camp. I could be wrong. I just don't think he's going to look good right away because he's not good and he doesn't know the offense. So I think no. Trey's going to start week one. And I think people... People don't talk about it that much, but not only has he not played with Kittle very much, 
He hasn't played with like Elijah Mitchell. Elijah Mitchell got hurt on his sixth carry week one. Now there's Mitchell, Mason, and McCaffrey. I feel like what they can do while, you know, he's sort of, which was the plan all along, while he's learning as a passer, run the freaking hell out of the ball. And they couldn't last year. Like Mitchell went down immediately. They didn't have McCaffrey. And it was like Trey Lance and Jeff Wilson Jr. That was the rushing attack. Now it's not. And I think they should be able to run the ball as aggressively as Philly, as Chicago, um, with Trey in there. And it doesn't mean that he needs to be the focal point of the rushing attack. He could hand off a lot. But I think they could be running for five, five plus yards of carry early in the season before their passing game gets, you know, figures it out. Uh, with Clint Kubiak and, and Trey. But I think early on, they could win games just running the ball. They they didn't have the personnel to do that last year. But they're going to need all their guys to show up and be healthy week one. And then we're going to see what they, what they would. We have to see what they do with the rest of that O-line. Um, yeah. Uh, that, that's something to bring up. Also, uh, I'm going to be paying attention to how much Trey Lance is running the ball. Him, yeah. himself. Exactly. Uh, I want to... Uh, because things contextualize as the season goes on, right? So mm-hmm. let's just say, let's put on our tinfoil hats. Let's say that they know when Brock is due to be back, right? And let's say in those in that time, Brock should be back by week six. Let's give them best case scenario, week six. All right. If Brock is back by week six and not I don't I don't put it past them to be to to just run straight into the ground and, and get some nasty wins until Brock gets back. That's what I don't want to see. Right. Um, That's what they did last year. They ran him into the ground knowing Jimmy Garoppolo was waiting. I wouldn't be surprised if they did that again. So what I'm going to say is I think he starts week one. I think they run a lot. Maybe he runs a little too much. And I think he wins. I think he's going to change some perceptions about him because all of a sudden he's going to play consecutive games. And I think he's going to win because he's going to have McCaffrey and Kittle. And frankly, I think it's hard to lose. We saw Jimmy win with those guys. Jimmy. Yeah. Yeah, so I think Trey's going to play well, and he's going to win. And I think, unfortunately, he's going to get hurt midseason. Yeah. Because and it's nothing. It's nothing about him. But I mean, this is the 49ers. So that's my prediction with him. I think he's going to get hurt right around the time when either Brock might be coming back, or they might turn it over to Darnold if they really don't want Brock to pl- to play without an offseason. I mean, that's Kyle's decision, not John's. But if we're going to go, I mean, if we're going to go half glass full, um, let let's say. Trey does what we think he's going to do, right? Let's say like he makes it, he makes it on the field, right? Which I think that that's not being given enough credit for how hard that is for him to compete against a number two guys. The number, I think that is so, that's just bad for the brand. That's just such Mm -hmm. bad form to do that to a kid that you picked, you know, like what's going on in the locker room, honestly. Um, But for him to make it to the You're field. You're making yourself look incompetent, right? Yes. It looks yes. incompetent. Unprofessional. It, it looks like, it, it really looks like you don't value your personnel, quite honestly. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it honestly looks like a lack of ownership. Yeah. You know, like you yeah. put all of that into the kid and, and all of a sudden you he, he's fighting for the number two spot off eight games. Like, yeah. And, and he's fighting with Sam Darnold. Like we've seen Sam Darnold. Come, Come on. on man. It's not like you drafted someone else. Like you brought in like Blaine Gabbert 2.0, and now you're saying he could play well here? Like, he's on his third team. Are you kidding? Yeah. So, All right. so, so let me ask you this. Is Sam, is Sam Darnold going to be okay with being the number three guy once Brock? What are you going to do? You're going to put in the injured Brock over Sam Darnold? Well, let's talk about the realistic expectations for Sam Darnold. So we both think Trey Lance starts week one and goes for the first half of the season until either he gets hurt or Brock comes or Brock back. Brock comes back. I just feel like quarterback injuries are to be expected with this team. So I'm thinking they're going to run Trey too much. He's going to have success, but eventually he's going to get hurt. And then the Niners are going to have to decide, do we go to Brock who, you know, hasn't done anything all off season or Darnold. And I think they go to Darnold. I think they're going to, I think Brock's the last case in it. The last desperation play this season. Like if they absolutely need him, I think they give Darnold a shot. And I think Darnold plays well too. I think Darnold's going to get in. And if McCaffrey's out there, if he hasn't gotten hurt by week nine and, and Darnold plays, I think Darnold steps in and plays well. Like, well. Not not necessarily as well as Trey, but enough in a different way. Yeah, enough to. I think he'll keep winning. I think he'll start playoff games and might even win one or two. And then the Niners will be in a real tough situation next year. What do you do? Darnold played well. Lance played well. Brock didn't play all year, but he played well the year before that. What the hell do you do at quarterback? That's what I think is going to happen. 
I think if if that's if we keep if we take a snapshot of that scenario, I see an injured Trey Lance getting traded. Mm. And um and if he gets I, hurt again. Yeah. Yeah. I see yeah. him getting traded, um, no matter how well he played. And I see yeah. them holding on to Sam Darnold because why not? Sam Darnold needs somewhere to be, right? And I see them Don't give just, him don't make him the highest paid player in the league though. Please don't do that. No. But then they're you gonna know they double like down. To. Then they're going to double down on Brock and say that he's, yeah. he's rehab for a whole year. And right now mm -hmm. we still have a very affordable quarterback situation. And sure. all we have to do yeah. is, you know, we're not even looking at the, the would-be rookie who they're going to bring in. They still have to get another quarterback. They do. Absolutely. Right. They absolutely do. Right. Because they need three in training camp. Yeah. So, look, I just feel like Darnold's in an interesting spot because, you know, they have to give Trey a chance. Brock probably won't be ready right away. But, you know, Sam's it's always like – money. Yeah, like you want to be the last guy on the field with the Niners at quarterback. Like you want to be the last man standing, and I think yeah. he's in perfect position to be that guy and actually yeah. start games. Yeah, he could be the guy in December and January, just like Brock was last year. Mm -hmm. He could be Brock this year. Yeah. Uh, so I just think is what what happens if he becomes Brock this year? Steps in late, wins, goes to the playoffs. Like, do the Niners call him the franchise quarterback because of three months? Or do they give him a contract? Like that's so their pattern. It'd be really interesting to see if all of a sudden they just fall in love with Sam Darnold because I don't know. Well, I got something for you though, Grant. Like tell me. All of these, all of these scenarios, they all seem plausible because of one thing and one thing only. Mm. We're winning when all of this is yeah. happening. Yes. Right? And yeah. we play so many games with the quarterback position, but the only thing that has really hurt us is that we've only had to bear the brunt of the consequences with one loss, right? Yeah. Because we just lose once, then we can go back to talk about what we have to do to get back because we were winning the entire time. Yeah. Imagine going through these scenarios and we're getting our teeth kicked in week in and week out. That's right. Yeah, let's say they start Trey Lance week one and they lose. And we lose. And they, and they lose. And all of a let's sudden- Let's do this scenario with losing. Yeah. Yeah, let's say they, they start Lance week one, they lose. They start Lance week two, they lose. Lose. They lose. And all of a sudden, week We're three, 3, week four. Oh, and three. Here comes Brock. Here comes Brock to save the day. Uh -huh. Here comes Super Brock. He's lacking confidence. He's and a little. He, and you lose. And he gets. And, and he's not as safe. And, and, and now all of a sudden, his stock's down. And you're at week seven, and you're uh, two and six. And you're looking at Sam Darnold like, hey man, do you wanna do you wanna play out the rest of the season? Sam Darnold don't look so good at two and six. No, he doesn't. And all of a sudden he's playing out the season like he did last year for Carolina. That could happen. That could happen. That could happen. So yes. you know, so I only brought that up because we always it's a good bring, point. we bring up it's a good so point. many scenarios as if yeah. the rest of the league don't get paid too to win True. games. You know, True. and yep. we're not going to be doing all of this musical chair stuff. Do you like look at the look at the hubris around those scenarios? Yeah, we honestly think that we're going to have our seventh round pick coming off of a elbow injury, who's waiting to our undeveloped rookie who we hadn't put enough time into, to the journeyman would be quarterback who we just snatched off of a losing team. And, yep. and we think that all of these scenarios, for some reason, could be plausible because we have a good roster. Meanwhile, the rest of the league is looking at the Niners like, ooh, ooh, they don't know what they're doing at quarterback. This is a good year for us. Like the Seahawks are Come like, hey, we might win the division. We might win the division. We know who our quarterback is. <laughs> we started this out yeah. with we don't respect the position enough. And right. there's a reason why. You yeah. know? Um, right. In fact, you could say that they respect the position less than any team in the league. Yeah. Like, they respect it less than the Bears. The Chicago I mean, Bears respect the, the position people, more than the Niners. You know what's crazy? For the people who are sitting here who are – I can feel the people on our necks right now who are saying that we're wrong. How do you explain us over – like, how do you explain us overlooking Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson? Yeah. All right. How do you explain us turning down – Tom Brady. How do you yeah. explain us not doing the homework on the other requisite quarterbacks in the league? Yeah. How do you yeah. explain us putting away, giving up our future to get to three and still not even knowing who we were going to pick at three? That was real. 
Yeah. Like it that doesn't matter. Real. Yeah. It doesn't like the Chiefs matter. traded the Chiefs traded up for Patrick Mahomes. Not not a not a spot in the draft. It's just it's time to own it. Like they 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 really believe the quarterback of our team is Kyle Shanahan. Which is gross. Yeah. Um, real quick, uh, Kaliki Carroll says, I missed your super chat. No, you're the one that says, what if, you know, he comes back and he's Nick Mullins? Like, we got you, mm-hmm. Kaliki. What if he's Nick Mullins? Even Jamarcus Russell got 31 starts before Oakland gave up on him. Yeah, Gabbert got more than 20. Like, the Niners are really treating this kid like he's Paxton Lynch. When well, it's really about, it's yeah. really about them, though, right? It's it's about how they want to look. It's, it's not yeah. about, they don't have the stomach to ingest the right. player to make right. him better because they all want to win. So they're, they're right. They don't care. Yeah, about- that's the thing. It's not that it's not that there's anything trade didn't do well. Yeah. He got hurt and they, they're like, oh, we have we, we have a win now team. We can't we need we need a quarterback to win his first game and go on a winning streak. Otherwise, you're not the quarterback for us. Yeah, because crazy. we don't we don't have the type of players that can ingest what we say on it behind the podium. Like that's not real teammates. It's like, dude, if you're good enough yeah. to keep everybody winning, cool. But if not, yeah. you know. We'll try the next guy. Jalen Grant, uh, LeGrant says, why do y'all assume Trey's ankle is good? Could linger. Two quarterbacks have come back from Purdy injury. Been fine. Also think Baltimore sneaky trade, trade spot, Trey trade spot. Oh, he thinks Baltimore is a uh, sneaky trade spot for Trey. Yeah. It's a fair okay. point. Cause I feel like Dak is hella slow ever since he came back from that, uh, broken leg, but that was a broken leg. Well, that's why I, but that's why I mentioned, like, I don't expect to see Trey trade, like running, like trying to yeah. outrun people. You know, right. he's, he already had enough athleticism to get to evade and get to where he needs to be. I just think that yeah. Trey needed a little bit of a wake up call is that you're not more athletic than everybody on the field, bro. You're not. Yeah. And you weren't then. Now you won't be now for sure. Yeah. Donald Johnson says Trey Lance is a seed that you put into the soil. He needs to be watered and nurtured. Don't complain about your plant not growing when you haven't watered it. Thank you. Loyal That's to your real. soil. Yeah. That's real. Yep. That's real. Yep. You can't you yep. can't you can't ask for what you didn't put in and ain't put nothing into that boy. I totally agree. Official BNM Music 88 says Kyle and SF is getting a pass for entertaining Darnold uh, getting QB1 snaps. Other teams would get cooked, but Boy Genius is going to perform a miracle. That's so true. Yeah. That's yeah, imagine so if, true. Imagine if the coach were like Nathaniel Hackett or Jonathan Gannon or, or Robert Sala. The, the, the media would be like, this guy's a freaking idiot. But yeah, it's Kyle. And they're doing? like, man, this. Yeah, with Kyle, it's like, man, that's revolutionary. That is so smart. He's so good. And it's like, I don't know, maybe the answer is somewhere in between, but it's just so, so reflexive to praise Kyle. Praise Kyle. I don't understand. Yeah, maybe it's not yeah. Kyle's fault right now, but like what's going on with the Niners is, <laughs> is so yeah, like, weird. Like, like I, don't, I don't see, how, like the, the way things fly, it's like you spent all of this on this quarterback. We poured all of this time into him. And after his, in his third year, he's got four starts. And you got him competing with a journeyman. Sam Darnold, yeah. That's wow. nuts to me. Uh, Scribe Mind says, Kyle Shannon was drawn up QB counter bash for Trey on the flight home. He's not Josh Allen. They don't want him. They never wanted him as a passer. Uh, apparently, Kyle wanted him because he was drawing up plays for him. But that does, yeah. when, when John said that, that was kind of like a little way of saying, hey, you know how um, Kyle didn't want Jimmy and I did? Well, Kyle wants Trey and I did. He was the one drawing up plays. I wasn't drawing up nothing. Kyle yeah. was the one who said he liked them. I was like, okay, great. You must know what you're talking about then. Kenny G says Darnold is not competing. Kyle is just saying that to they stand, stand on, on that. It. Trey earned it against Cabo Click. The reps will tell it all. That'll be interesting. Yeah. But it's also but, like and, and I, I do hear what Kenny is saying. Like, that's why I reference like Kyle is talking to a lot of different people, and so is John. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So he is talking to his locker room as well. He doesn't want to just double down on Trey because, in a way, the locker room could be looking at Kyle like, man, we did that last year, bro. We doubled down yep. on him. We, we said that he was the guy. Um, and yeah. then he got hurt. So right. Let's um, have a competition. Yeah. All right. So Kyle's like, all right, we'll bring in Sam Darnold, who, you know, fits right in in the Cabo crew, but Trey beat him out. Could happen. Or... Yeah. We could start here, George Kittle, you know, doing press conferences, being like, man, Sam Darnold, he's so good. He is so good. How I had no that idea. Sam guy? How about that Sam guy? Like, Can't up. wait for that. Just watch <laughs> Sam Darnold lowlights vid. The, the floor is low. Oh, yeah, he's made some bad plays in the NFL. Yeah. A lot of turnovers. He's the kind of guy that'll lose games for you. That's the thing with Sam. What Brock did was like, and Jimmy last year, and even Trey, like they don't necessarily turn the ball over a lot. 
You know, they won't beat you themselves. Um, if Darnold starts doing that, like you can't play for the 49ers. Mm-hmm. If you just turn the ball over. Because they can win without you. I think Trey intentionally force feeds Kittle the ball to help win the locker room thoughts. I haven't seen Trey play enough with, with George. And never George needs to be out there for that to happen. If yeah. Darnold equals white Jameis Winston, does Kyle equal Sean Payton? I think Jameis Winston's better than Darnold. J- Jameis Winston's way better than Sam Darnold. Way better than Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold Jameis, man. He's never really played well except for maybe a month last year. Maybe a month. He played a, he plays well in stretches. Like he beat the Lions. Fucking Lions. I just, <laughs> <laughs> he did. He actually beat the Lions. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe. Nah, I, I mean, know. the Lance household has 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 to be at full froth. They have to be livid at this man. Like you you didn't you didn't put it you didn't you didn't put anything into him. Yeah. You know, like he hurt his ankle and you know for, for you essentially think, put him on the shelf for two years and then gave up on him after the second year. Yeah. Um how do you do that to someone's career? I don't know. And not not just a career, but this is the quarterback spot. You know, this yeah. is what you're supposed to. He's such a great kid. We invested right. this. We did yeah. all the psych evals. We stuff. need a game changer. We need a game changer. Well, no, actually, we're just going to settle for Brock Purdy now. As a matter of fact, what's even crazier is like how he talks about how he talked about Trey juxtaposed two players like Brock, um, ergo Mac Jones. Remember when we mm-hmm. thought that Mac Jones was going to be the guy and. Mm-hmm. We were thinking everybody was swearing up and down that he was Kyle Shanahan's guy. And then when it finally mm-hmm. came out afterwards, Kyle was saying, well, no, what you really want is you want a guy that can process, but you mm-hmm. want a guy that can actually run and yeah. do more than what it is. Like, we're not here for a game manager. Mm-hmm. We're here yeah. for, you know, something a that's game changer. above yeah, a game changer. A game and changer. It's like, yeah. And, and now, nothing. and now John's trying to act like Brock is a game changer. Exactly. Uh, May, I don't know. He was he was he was better than Jimmy last year. He was a lot of fun. He does run around. That's cool. Is he a game changer? What's the best throw he's ever made? I don't know. What's his arm talent? I, I, he's got leg talent. He's is quick, but what's his arm talent really like? He's not Russell Wilson, man. Russell Wilson threw gorgeous passes when he was younger. I, I mean, he still does. He had the, one of the best deep throws I've ever seen. Brock's not right. like that. Brock those checkdown passes. Well, you know, in the NFL, if it is its own brand of football, they're going to figure out how he plays. Yeah, it's gonna absolutely. happen. You know what I'm I mean, saying? Isn't, like, isn't, I mean, like, he doesn't throw to his right. There are things with his game. There are holes in his game. He always rolls left. He never throws right. Like, guys, we know. I want to. We might want to see a little more from Brock Purdy before we just start getting rid of guys. Get, another thing that kind of gets me too, Grant, is like you know, even even though Trey played for such a short amount of time. There was high scrutiny on like his injuries, like oh his finger, yeah. and then he had the knee. And but Brock didn't go through those eight games unscathed. He could not even throw to make it to that Seahawks game, right? Mm-hmm. He barely mm-hmm. threw the ball in that game, That's right? True. He was um, he was beat up a lot. Yes, in that eight games, if you think about it, that was a mini season for Brock. And if you and if you really want to, you know, be fair about it, he ended the season on an injury. So, mm-hmm. so what are we really talking about? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's like, it's true. Yeah, now he's gonna make it through 17 games a year. That li- little brock. Official band at Music 88 says Kittle already bought a Sam Darnold crop top. You know he did. Ooh, that's funny. That's a that's what an image. Tyler Caressley says, guys, can we agree that we love budget journeyman quarterbacks just to keep the roster intact and keep us relevant and make us look better than we are as a football team. I think it's interesting mm. that Robert Sala went to the Jets. First thing he did was get rid of Darnold. And now Kyle's like, I love Darnold. Like, what? Don't you, yeah. don't you guys talk? Christopher, yeah. thank you very much. Christopher Kyrus. I really agree with much. that last comment, though. I think we're very, I think that we're more interested in just being in the mix. Yeah. Because if you're in the mix, you can always come back into the club, right? But- yeah. You know, if you actually win it, then you get the scrutiny of expectation. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Um, yeah, man. Well, they do want to be in the mix. And the thing is, like, again, I compare him to Green Bay. The, the Yorks didn't want Aaron Rodgers. Right. The Yorks said no. And it was very much about his personality. Like, 
all the stuff that he's showing now, man, he's been this way since Cal. He's a very arrogant know-it-all who thinks he knows more than the coach and the owner has always been this way. And Green Bay went into business with him for a long time. They only had one Super Bowl to show for, uh, for it. The Niners said no to him. And it was one of the most controversial decisions in franchise history, but you can see why. And you can see what they want to be as an organization. They don't want to be dominated by a quarterback, which probably, I mean, it's like, it's a necessary evil in today's football. Like, you well, think you you think the the Bengals are upset that they landed Joe Burrow? Like, oh man, now we got to have this guy telling us what to do the next fifteen years. Like, that's a good problem to have, man. I don't know. Well, I mean, outside of Bill Belichick, the only the the biggest thing that happens when you get a an all time coach, I mean, an all time quarterback, is you forget about the head coach. Um, yeah. it's, it's not the head coach's team; it's the quarterback's team. Um, yeah. So, uh, you know, broken crowns still color. You know, and I think that Trey Lance being treated as an afterthought um, in the middle of his development is frustrating, mm-hmm. to, to, to put it lightly. Um, yeah. It's uh, you don't see a player through that way. And I think that he's going to prove a lot of people wrong. Um, yeah. And I think that we may have ourselves a, a little bit of a situation where Trey, if Trey stays, I want him, if I'm just talking from a human level, if Trey stays and he balls out, I want him to gut the Niners for every last red cent they have. I do. Impulsive says, I feel like the true measure of a quarterback is the floor. How bad can it get is how to evaluate quarterbacks. Trey Lance, BP floor is manageable. Uh, SD floor is scary. Oh, man. Nick Wood, thank you for becoming a new member. Guys, it's noon. I got a dip. Thank you very much for watching. Coach, great stuff, man, as always. always. Take care, guys.